All right, hello everyone. Welcome to this new video today. We have a special guest, David. Um, David, why don't you introduce yourself and then we'll get into some of the topics we want to talk about. Yeah, sure. Hi, my name is David. Uh, thank you for allowing me to join, Ludwig. I, I am based in uh, Copenhagen, Denmark, in uh, Scandinavia. That's a small little country in Scandinavia, for those who don't know. And uh, yeah, I run a dental marketing agency and uh, been doing done for you, been doing courses. And uh, I'm a bit um, in between both, so to say. So I both still do done for you when it makes sense and also do courses uh, when it makes sense. Yeah. So it's like a hybrid model. All right, fair enough. Yeah, I, th I think there's always been a debate in our space about agencies versus courses because um, they, they both have their own benefits and they both have downsides and mm -hmm. different stages make sense at different times. But it sounds like you started with your agency. So yeah. I'm curious kind of how you, how you did it, like how you charged and then making your transition to selling courses? Yeah, well, I, I think I think the natural, so to say, natural journey for most people in our space is that they start with the done for you and then we all buy this dream of, you know, we, you know, you know, we want to start selling courses because uh, the narrative is you don't want to work as much uh, selling your time. You want to sell courses and you want to build and scale selling courses because it's more scalable. Uh, so my journey was very much like that, doing done for you and got to a point where I, I looked at it and said, okay, this is a lot of time for money. And then I was introduced to courses and I love the scalability of, of doing courses and also the coaching part to, to be fair. And then I launched into that as well. And then I did that for some time. And then I realized that I think coming back to what I was, what I said is I think we are being sold. We, us in this space, being sold this dream that doing selling courses is like, you know, is the, is the perfect product. It is in many ways, but what I'm trying to say is that done for you or a hybrid model um, could definitely also work and make sense, particularly in my industry, especially in my industry. That's very important to say. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't know. We, we had a conversation, like, because when you do, because when you do done for you, it's very different to many other companies. Because your done for you mm -hmm. side is you take ownership of everything, and uh, you're your business partner, right? You like you take ownership of the funnels, the ads, like, um, like even, even calling the leads and setting the appointments. Like you do like the, you own the entire system. I'm curious if you can get a little bit about like how that works and why you do that. I'm very curious on the why. But I think, so the reason as to why we, we do, as you say, we take full ownership of the entire funnel, even the part where we, what is called onboarding, Patients, leads, patients for practices is because the, you know, it's because the, of the customer group that we're working with. So this is dental practices. Uh, we, have a cost, we have customized our product service according to their needs. And a practice owner or a dentist have very little time and they, you know, they don't have time to, they don't want to look at numbers. They don't really care about marketing. They don't care about, you know, you can't just do. The reason as to why so many, let's say regular agencies fail with dental practices is that they really don't understand the challenge that they have. And we understand the challenge that they have. And therefore we, take full ownership of everything. All they need to know is, do I get the right patients? And, uh, well, first of all, do I get patients? And is it the right patients? Does it make sense? Yeah, yeah, totally. So like, what, what are some of the things you take ownership of? Like what, yeah, 
I'm curious on that. Yeah. So that would be the entire process. That would be the funnel. That would be the ads. That would be the also onboarding the patients, the quali- what we call qualification, uh, especially for certain treatments, especially the bigger treatments, so to speak. Let's say it's aesthetic aligner treatments or big treatments like implants or veneers or crowns. In those cases, you need a qualification process. So, yeah, we take full ownership of that too. And then the onboarding as well, which is more or less the same, right? Qualification, onboarding. Okay, fair enough, yeah. That's interesting, yeah. And clearly you've done very well with, with that model because you know, you know, it allows you to keep customers for longer. You're getting better results because you own more of it. So you can do everything on your own time frame instead of waiting for, for them. Like for example, with my agency, like, it's, it's more of a done with you. So mm-hmm. with the clients that I've had, for example, in the past when I was running the agency is, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of things that we wait on them for to do, like the creatives, the funnels. Um, there's lots of stuff you have to wait on them for, which slows down the time process. Whereas in your case, you own everything. So you're doing your time, which means it happens very fast. So like, I'm assuming you get clients up like running up and running very fast. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I, I, I remember speaking to you and I think that's one of the first things I mentioned when you told me about your business model. I said, the first thing I noticed was, whoa, okay. I mean, it, 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 it slows down the whole, the whole pace of it. And if, if I, but it's also different. Again, it's a great example, Lotfi, because you're working with people, like you help people. You're working with course creators mostly, right? So these are people who are very much with digital and used to working with marketing. They're tech savvy people, more or less. So in your case, done with you makes sense because they're not scared of the of getting down and dirty and working with technical stuff. But uh, my customer group, for example, complete opposite. They they never even looked at their website. <laughs> they just want patients in their chair. That's all they care about. So in my case, I would it would be complete suicide if I did uh, done with you. If I did done with you, there would there would be nothing done at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Because because yeah, I guess nothing we get done. Um, I guess that's also because of the but people. But even you work in your with. case. Yeah. Yeah, but even in your case, you're working with course creator, like business owners tech-savvy people, and even in your case, people don't get things done, right? Yeah, exactly, yeah, like, well, they take a lot, they take, they can take, depending on the, it depends on the person, it's more like a, you kind of got to gotta hope, so it depends on the person, um, sometimes they're, they're more mm-hmm. of an active, it also depends how hungry they are, and that's what I noticed, so people already making seven figures plus, if they're not, like, if they're already comfortable, they're not going to be very motivated to, like, make new ads, make new things. And these are actually things only they can really make, especially in the space we work with. It's, it's very personality-based. So, you know, we can't just get some stock photos or things like that to make ads for them. Like, they have to be the one in the ad. They have to be the one speaking. We can't use someone else because it's... But, but yeah, it can definitely take very long periods of time, which is why I've also personally shifted over to... shifted the back to doing just um, running more of a program mastermind where they're the ones doing pretty much all of it. And the thing is we do actually alleviate a lot of the lifting now, now in the new version of what we have by pairing them up with like a media buyer, a video editor, and other things like that. So that way they, they, they can leverage other people to do the work for them. But for the most part, having a group program, I've definitely noticed people take way more accountability in, in what they do, they're way more dedicated and responsible versus people who are just doing done for you they just expect all to be done because you're calling it done for you so you know and they're paying you <laughs> they're paying you like five grand ten grand a month and then they expect it all to be done for them right so it's it's a bit of a different model so after you so you've done your agency you did well with that you own the whole system you targeted dentists you knew they're not marketing people they're not going to be they're not going to sit down both funnels and ads they, they just they just want patients coming in and then you decided to do some courses. So can you go a little bit into that, how that worked? 
Yeah. So yeah, then I decided going into courses because again, in, I think it all started with I saw saw some of Sam's ads. You know, I saw some of his YouTube ads, and I was intrigued. And then I started looking into it, and then I started recognizing how I would see people online using that same more formula, more or less. And then I got intrigued, and um, then me and my uh, business partner we launched our first course, and we actually targeted healthcare practices, but smaller healthcare practices, like uh, more like masseuses and chiropractors and physiotherapists. And yeah, we did that locally uh, here in Denmark just to test it out. And yeah, it went really well. And uh, yeah, it was it was a very, like, uh, it was a fun experience because this is a completely, I mean, coming from an agency, being an agency and selling courses is a completely different experience. I mean, I remember, <laughs> so I remember selling the fir- first, couple of courses and you know you obviously have your strategy sessions obviously you have the entire machinery behind that you know the the bsl the funnel the messaging all of that but then you get on a call and you get on a call for 45 minutes and you ask the right questions by creating the notorious gap between the current situation and desired situation and then after the 45 minutes they make you a transfer and they transfer you whatever your course cost. And uh, we charged, I think it was 6K. I remember, and I remember our first sale, I was like, wow, this is crazy. <laughs> this is crazy. Because obviously working in an agency and working on a retainer-based module, model, you would, you know, you wouldn't get that much upfront. It's more like, you know, divided over the six or 12 month contract. And it's also based on the work that you deliver. That's the most important thing. But this was the complete opposite. The, you know, there's a call and we are, they see a video, they go through the funnel, they book a call, we get on the call and then, you know, the ones we close, they make us a stripe payment of 6K. Are you there? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm here again. You, you caught up a little bit. Um, okay. Totally, dude. Um, you, you, they get a call you. They make that payment, um, and then it's kind of, it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot happening just in one call. Um, so you did. So what difference have you found in terms of the type, like how the client responds? Because clearly, you know, the agency model, they do nothing. They just want money coming in. How, what, what differences have you seen with the course model type of clients that come in and how they like act and be in the community? So are you asking me the difference between clients in the course, like course model versus agency model? I yes. Mean, yeah. I, mean, I mean, obviously there are huge, huge differences, you know, with the course model, they, you know, they do most of the work themselves, obviously with our guidance. So they take full ownership and, you know, responsibility. And then with the done for you model, it's like, you know, they, they sign up and then like, oh, so when are my patients come in? Oh. <laughs> yeah. 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 So that's the, that's the main, 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 main difference, obviously. And yeah. I find that with the, the agency model, they don't really, they don't really care where the patients are coming and where and how the patients come. In our case, they don't care. They don't. I mean, I could, I could, uh, I could do ads on TikTok. They wouldn't care as long as they get patients. Mm-hmm. Whereas on the course model. They have to understand the process exactly, and you know, we have to explain and Q and A's and one-to-one coaching and yeah. All right. It's, it's kind of interesting though. On that note, sorry to, because judging from that, you would think that, you know, the course module would be less stressful, and the done-for-you model would be more stressful. 
because of the done for you model, you do the work on the course model, you tell them what to do essentially. But I find, I, especially in the beginning, I, I had a hard time adapting because all of a sudden I had to coach them on how to do it. And look, you, you, you explain to people who are not tech savvy, technical stuff, and that's a skill in itself. Whereas on the done for you model, you know, they don't ask any questions. I sit, me and my team, we sit and we do the work that we've always done and they don't ask any questions. They just want results. I found that being less stressful in a way. Yeah, quite interesting. Sorry, what were you saying? I totally agree with you. Yeah, I had the same thing happen to you, you know, um, because I was, because I teach ads, because in the first version of my group coaching, which, which we've now relaunched, we had 53 people in there. And for the most part, people are fine. I think about 80% are, you know, they, they can do all technical stuff. Um, but then you will have the quite a few people that are just, they cannot do it at any cost. I mean, it's very difficult. You know, I would spend half an hour, 45 minutes, multiple times just do just do very simple things, you know, connecting this tag and active campaign, like just simple stuff like that. And I've learned a lot from that, from my, the first version of my program. And that's why now, you know, I'm actually connecting people directly with a, a, an expert that can do it for them. They can just pay them like one hour, they come in, get it done and come back out. And it's also important that this person that we have is like already pr prepared, trained, vetted by us. So by the time client comes in, they say, oh, we have an issue with this or this. They, they already know the issue. They can come and fix it. You pay them for, for the hour and it's done. And so another huge thing I've seen with the group coaching programs that's valuable versus like one-to-one -one or done for you is that all of your clients get the value. Like they all get the value. Well, done for you, if, if one client does well, like first of all, none of them are communicating with each other. None of them are really speaking to each other or like know what's going on or know what's, what's their funnel doing. And if you, let's say you added greater value to one client and you did something crazy with their funnel, now you have to like redo it again with every single one of them, which most of them doesn't happen. And the other, they, they, they don't see it. They, they don't really see it. You're kind of just doing the best with each one, but you're not giving them equal. And even with one-to-one, -one, let's say one-to-one, one -one, you, you say something special here, you, you give me a great strategy, but then you're not like documenting it and sharing with everyone else. In a group program, it's very easy to just, everyone's in a group, you have a new great strategy, now you can share it with everyone instantly so everyone gets the value so with me for example you know we have like funnel systems that we can share with everyone we have sales systems everyone gets the exact same same one like any any new thing we add in like everyone gets it and i think that's very valuable um what what you what what you are your thoughts on on the whole idea of creating anytime you create an update and then everyone gets gets it versus just one client Think you, you've answered it yourself obviously in terms of your time and in terms of how much value you create then surely uh, creating it for a group makes more sense but again like, yeah. it, it all comes back to is it the you know do they have the right mindset and also another aspect is also like I think Alex Becker he talks about it very much and he's very very good at this thing called forced results where he, he, him and his team, they do as much as possible in terms of uh, helping, assisting, and also pushing their clients to do the work and, and keep them accountable, so to speak, you know. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, that's what a huge, a huge part of what I'm adding in, like, in terms of, because essentially here's how most group coaching pro programs were and many of them still are because they haven't really adapted which is they run a group coach program they, they they'll do q a calls you know a couple times a week maybe once or twice a week um even every two weeks who knows they'll they'll do some group support they have some video training and that's it now what i realized is especially going to 2022 that's not going to be enough i think in the past five years if you had that as your your, your offer like okay we do group calls group support training that would have been enough. Most people, most people accepted it, they joined. But nowadays, and going to the future, if you have just that, people are not gonna find it enough. Similarly, it's the same thing as 
10 years ago where you could just sell a course and it was enough. Like no one, no one would really expect more. And then people, what they wanted in the community, and then they wanted group coaching calls. And so yeah, so going to the future, if you have just that, it's just it's the same thing as just having a course. It's no one's gonna buy it. Um, and if, if they do, they're gonna see other people because you're gonna have other people in your space doing your same offer, and you're gonna have just group calls, but they're gonna have 50 other things on top of it, and the people are gonna start going to your competitors if you're not adding more value. So, so for example, on my end, like providing people with systems um, and things that we, we pre-build for them, so it actually saves them time and money, and also pairing them up with people that can do different types of work for them. Um, like the way I see it is having group calls and courses and a course and coaching is like the baseline, and then the value actually starts. I think that's where that's where like the baseline should be, and then you start like stacking up all the all the other things that you do that make you stand out from the next person. Yeah, yeah, it's bare minimum to be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just like 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 a course. Imagine just giving someone a course nowadays. Like just hit his yeah his or or just like a PDF or something. It's like it's it's not enough, right? Like yeah. So, so you went from the agency, you sold some mm -hmm. courses, you, you've seen the value. And so what are you doing now again? Because I know you stopped that course, um, well, that particular program, but now you're back into, I believe, courses again. So I'm curious, like, what, what is you doing now exactly? Yeah, so right now, um, right now I, I'm actually back to done for you, doing more done for you especially in uh, new markets, uh, blue oceans, as we call them, expanded to other countries. And uh, I'm testing out uh, doing courses in other markets as well. So my baseline is still done for you in new markets and then testing out courses in other uh, countries as well, especially uh, the neighboring countries. All right. So, so you do both at the same time then, right? Well, um, no, not really. I, I'm the way I see it is my baseline is my done for you, and then the done for you is going to feed the machine, right, with capital. And right now, I'm testing out various ideas, courses in neighboring countries, and I'm seeing it more as I'm experimenting, so to speak, and obviously, yeah, saving capital for that. You know, I have some ideas. And I'm testing out those ideas right now in smaller markets. And once we are ready and the numbers are right, then I'm going global. Okay. Um, you mean for, for the course? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, the, my vision okay. is my with, without a shadow of doubt is I I want to sell courses and masterminds and create a lot of value in the niche that I am in. Uh, However, right now, as I've said, my main focus is the done for you and also getting the right numbers. So I, I don't want to stress process. I want, I want to, I want to be, yeah. When I first went into selling courses, I made a lot of mistakes, and I don't want to commit the same mistakes again. So that's why I'm taking my time. Okay. All right. Yeah. Interesting. So yeah, no, we, you, I learned a lot. Learned a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So you do want to be in, in, in courses. That's 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 very interesting. Um, yeah, so at, at what point, like, mm -hmm. so now you're doing the you, you know you, you're finding product market fit for the new because this is a new course to your old one that you had, right? No, it's the same course, literally. Just testing, yeah, just testing it out, seeing if the numbers are right, and yeah. But the thing is, uh, so in our part of the world countries and the markets, especially if you're B2B in our part of the world, right? Then first of all, our countries, our countries are smaller, population is very small. And as you can imagine, if you go B2B in our countries, you rather quickly saturate your market. Uh, <laughs> so that's, that's why, you know, the, the natural progression for us in our part of the world is start locally and get product market fit. 
once you have that, then we go broad. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe this is a good segue. Uh, go ahead. No, no, it's fine. fine. All right. I was going to say, so this is a good segue, I guess, to it's essentially that issue, right? Which is, well, it's not really an issue, but it is a thing, which is that like the B2B market, like you said, does it is a smaller, tight knit market. You know, it's not as wide as a B2C. Like even, even me personally, like most guys I talk to around B2B, a lot of them, it's, you, you know, they find it much harder to scale to eight figures versus guys who sell B2C offers. I can name many people B2C doing eight figures in sales very easily because there's just more people to reach. Whereas a B2B, you have to, you have to like innovate more. You have to have creative upsells and masterminds. You have to have this upsell and it, it gets more, it gets more difficult. Whereas a B2C, you just got to sell more. That's it. It's the same thing. Yep. You just got to sell more units. You don't have to keep necessarily like innovating new things and new upsells and all these kind of mechanisms. But I guess there's a good segue because we, we spoke about this a lot last time about um, running BTC offers because that's where like the real profit is. That, that's where we can essentially take the systems that we know that work in B2B markets, for example, like the courses, the group coaching, all those systems and apply it, not just in B2C, but in new markets. For example, you know, we, we discussed a lot of niches last time we were in, in you know, Copenhagen, but you know, this, for example, just different niches that people don't normally do. Like many people end up making money online niche. They're in, you know, standard niches that everyone already knows, but no one's really Facebook taking ads. that and going to learn how to do Facebook ads. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like it's, it's niches everyone knows, but no one's really taking it and going to like mm -hmm. untapped niches, like completely different verticals and growing there. But don't what are you talking the ideas. about? Don't, don't mention the ideas we talked about, Lotfi. <laughs> I won't, I won't. We'll, we'll, we'll keep those to ourselves, but, uh, but, but what, what, um, what are some, some of your thoughts, thoughts on that, on going to those new markets and applying those systems there? Yeah, so, I mean, I mean, as you said, obviously there's a huge difference in market size from B2B to B2C. That's one thing. Another thing is also, you know, in which country are you based? Which market are you targeting? So if you're B2B in America, in Canada, I mean, you have a pretty, you have a pretty big uh, market size, uh, customer group, right? If you are B2B in Holland, where you were born, and let's say you were to sell a, you have an offer for a dentist in Holland, then it would take you around a year to, you know, to saturate the market. So, you know, there's a vast difference between B2B and B2C, but I think spending, I've only been in B2B and I'm definitely, B2C definitely is appealing in so many ways because B2C, you know, if I was B2B, B2C, sorry, even in my own local market, that's the whole country, literally, right? I mean, given, I mean, obviously based on, depends on the product that I have uh, offered, but more or less, suddenly it becomes the whole country. But that's a huge difference. But then again, I mean, there's so many, there are, there are pros and cons. Obviously with a B2C, you are more likely to have a low ticket offer than an upsell, right? Um, yeah. And the, I think the, the great thing about B2B with the high ticket offers is that your, your CPA, you can afford your CPA to be much higher because your high ticket offer is a high ticket offer, right? So yeah, that pros and cons. Yeah. The other thing I like about the taking what we know about running courses and whatnot and applying it to new markets is that let's say we want to grow our business and let's say we hit a cap on the offer we're with. Instead of like starting, instead of going to new industries, we can stay in the kind of industry we're in and just apply it in different ways instead of trying to be like, okay, I'm going to do e-commerce or I'm going to go into crypto or some other business. We can just be like, all right, let's 
let's just do more inside consulting and courses versus let's go to another industry entirely where we know nothing and learn everything from the ground up or like build a software company or build, you know, we, we can just like, okay, this, this niche is tapped out. Okay. We, we, we have all the dentists, um, you know, we are serving all of them. And now next step, we're going to go target chiropractors, for example, and then we're going to go to, um, and maybe do a B2C offer. What, what I've been looking at is like dog training, right? Like something like that, where it's like, it's completely untapped. People want want dog training. I've I've, I've no, it's 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 not going to be untapped after this uh, after this recording. <laughs> it's not going to be untapped. Well, you never know. Then we'll we'll go into cat cat training. Then we'll we'll do cat training. <laughs> we'll do some form of animal training, but it's it's like such a unique niche, like dog training, like and. Now the prices are different, like because like you know not everything has to be high ticket. It's just a matter of how many units can we sell and how many people can we sell it to every month, and how much can we make in total. That's all that matters in the day. Like if whether it's three hundred dollars or five hundred or five thousand, the reason we do, you know, we charge high ticket business because there are only so many business owners, so we can't yes. can't go we can't go too low. But this is a great way for us to like go into new new into new niches instead of other industries to scale. Um, what are you, what are your thoughts on on doing that? Yeah, no, I think we discussed it intensively when you were here, came to visit in Copenhagen, and uh, I told you so many times that you know the thought of having a niche product B two C that has got to be like the holy land. I mean, imagine the whole world is your market size. That, I mean, just the thought of it keeps me awake at night. It, it, it's, it's, it's crazy because cause you, like, cause I have a guy who's spoken recently, he's, he has a B2C offer, and I just told him, I showed him that because I have another client who's doing like eight figures, multiple eight figures a month, like three million, two, three million a month, selling one course. He's had the same course for like years, no upsells, nothing fancy. He just, he just added more marketing. He just he just had more reach. That's it. And every day, he's just doing more marketing. He's not necessarily upselling or all these other things. He's just selling to more people every day. And I thought I looked at his off because he's he's at seven figures. And I'm like, like, and I realized he doesn't have to do anything else besides just sell more people the same thing. That's it. He doesn't have to do anything fancy. Whereas, yeah, that's that's just a great thing. Is you know, it's it's much easier to get eight figures. Like it just is. It's also much easier to hire for because, you know, because in B two B it's more like customized stuff. Everything is customized. There's always some level of customization and like uniqueness. It's it's harder to hire someone to come in and replace those things. Whereas in like B two C, it's also easy to hire because you know the people you're dealing with is just anyone, and they you know it's not always the most customized thing. And it's more easy to find all the experts in those spaces. For example, let's say it's dog training. It's much easier for me to find some, let's say I have a coach program, find like three or four dog trainers to come in and, and help out. They don't have to be the best. We might have the main coach, but to do a lot of heavy lifting, it's very easy to find someone like that versus to find someone who does um, Facebook ads strategy, like what I do, Facebook ad strategy for coaching muscle and does it really well. It's much more difficult. Um, also, th there's much more at risk. For example, in the dog training space, if they mess it up with the thing, it's like the dog's still fine. Like it's it's not going to do anything. Like there's no, it's not like ad spend where it's like ten thousand dollars lost. It's just okay. He's tomorrow we can try again. We can try another another training, right? And but in our space, if I hire the wrong the wrong Facebook ads guy to replace me, it's going to cost a lot of money to my clients. So it's more it's more hard and more risky. Whereas here. It's much more uh, forgiving, and it's much more easier to find people and easy to 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 get them on board and start immediately. And even like salespeople, and yeah, and much more easy to scale scale up the marketing because because we can just add on new channels. For example, my client now does two, two that does two three million a month. We just went from Facebook ads, and now he's doing just Instagram organic, lots of shoutouts, and. And the next step, he can just do more marketing through SEO and then YouTube, and then add in like TikTok. Like it, it's just more marketing, right? It's it's not even 
he's not even like adding in like special stuff. He's just, it's like, okay, we want to add another two million a month. Okay, let's, let, let's, uh, let's do TikTok. All right, we, we, we're at a fight. All right, let's add in um, YouTube now as well. And then it's like, okay, let's do SEO. Let, let's do like live events and partnerships. It's just more, it's just more and more marketing, <laughs> which is so easy. It's much easier than, all right, we have to innovate a whole new idea and invention and product and yeah. I just thought about the, the B2C offers that I see or B2C products is never really, well, well or let me put it like this, the B2B offers or course creators is usually, is usually about teaching other companies how to, you know, be better at their job so that they eventually can make more money, right? It's, it's usually very monetary, which is tangible and very specific. specific. But with the B2C offers, what I just thought about is it's not, it, it, doesn't, it is rarely monetary it's, unless it's like an investment course or, yeah. Other than that, it's usually like solving everyday problems. And I think with that, it, um, just, it would just be a different approach you have from your clients when it's not, it's not a life and death situation for them if they complete the course and get results or not. That's the way I see it. It's exactly. More like invest- yeah. Yeah, yeah. More like investing in, in, in well-being or more softer uh, softer qualities, right? You know, dog training or yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> Things like that, yeah. So it's interesting. Yeah. It? Exactly. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's easy to hire for and there's less risk. Like, mm-hmm. if your dog doesn't the next day start speaking Chinese like it, it's okay right like he doesn't he doesn't have to start doing magic immediately it can take a while and there's no cost like you just gotta do it again like just there's no it's not like <laughs> it doesn't cost like three thousand in that spend <laughs> to teach you know, some tricks you know it's just you try again tomorrow and you use some new treats or something I don't know some new strategies it's very low low cost low risk low cost um much, much more forgiving. But yeah, dude, I'm I'm super excited to to start doing that. Um, to start looking at you know other spaces, untapped spaces where we can take our strategies at what, what we know and apply it there. Like that's that's where the the big money is. I think if we just stay in our little lane, for example, it's not it's not gonna grow very big, right? Yeah, I mean, in B2B, we are always going to be capped. Right? We, I mean, obviously, depending on your market size, but you, 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 there will always be that cap. But as you say, in yeah. B2C, you know, it's a completely different ballgame. Yeah, it, it's much easier. Like, like, even the guys that I know that do quote-unquote B2B, to get the eight figures, they always launch some kind of B2C offer. Where it's like, uh, like for example, some of the sales guys, They'll, they'll first, first they'll start off with like sales teams and sales offers, and then to to grow big they'll start having something where it's like, oh, do you, we'll show you anyone how to become a sales rep. We'll, we'll help anyone get you know. And then then it, be, it becomes broad. So even they end up end up doing that at some point because they realize, and the ones that and even though when they do like if, to scale the B two B they'll have backends, five masterminds and all these upsells and. 10 different backend offers and it's like constantly upselling and you need sales guys who can upsell you again and versus basically like we just got to sell 50 more courses again this month. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's like, for example, the TikTok, like even the client that that, that have like, he just doesn't have the time for it, like, but he could technically add in a lot of money with TikTok, like TikTok, YouTube, like now he's doing just Instagram. What's, what's it, what does he do again? Uh, well, he sells Amazon, Amazon FBA. Okay. So you can imagine like, it's like anyone like, hey, you down, like, hey, like, do you want to start Amazon, make money, Amazon business? Yes. Okay, bye. Then, like anyone is a potential for this. Mm-hmm. And let's say at 3 million a month, how many does, does he even have to sell? Because that's like what, 1,000 people a month. 
at three thousand because it's cost about three thousand dollars. Yeah. Where's the Australian session? Yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it's with it's with a strategy session. Well, imagine that. Um, was it like a thousand people a month? So one thousand new customers a month. But that's the thing. There is also like I think if you imagine you tap into that, but then you also tap into what the B two B guys would like to upsells and you add that in. Because imagine yeah. a thousand new customers a month that spent. I gave you three thousand four. His score's actually four thousand dollars now. Okay. But it was 30k for a long time. How many more people? Like, imagine all the upsells you can do. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, that's that's insane amount of money that would that could be added on to like upsells, some kind of higher up mastermind, some inner group, some softwares. Because we got to think other ways beyond just more courses and training. Like, even like softwares, which is like recurring affiliate stuff there's so many ways to upsell that so like imagine a a there you go there you go um but imagine like a th i think software in general like it just has that but Im imagine in general just getting a thousand new customers a month how much more you can generate beyond just the first sale yeah i mean it, it would be uh, it would be stupid not to follow up uh, on your existing clients and offer them a product because they're there they're going to be like some of them are going to be like, this was great, now what? Yeah, but I think once people get to that point, they, they, they're not as hungry as they were when they, was, when, when they started the business. <laughs> Is that yeah. something, you, you've said that a couple of times. Is that something you've seen with your clients? The fact that, you know, there's that, that, that hunger when they start and then obviously they want to get to a certain income and sell a certain amount of units. And then all of a sudden they start, you know, to get comfortable and they start traveling and, you know, they start outsourcing stuff, basically working less and enjoying their, their free time. Dude, absolutely. Like I even had a client I spoke with today again and he was, you know, and he just, he's happy where he's at. Like he's, he's doing like, like 30 grand a month or something. And he's like, that's it. This I don't want anymore. Like I don't want to grow. I just want to stay here. I'm very happy here. He doesn't want to. He, he genuinely doesn't want to add more. Like he's just there. That's it. I'm like, all right. Like, but I mean, it's fine. But I think there is because that's assuming it will always stay that way, right? Yes. That's, that's the big issue I have with that. Even if I'm in that space, like, all right, it's fine now. It's all good now. But like, what if? Because here's what you got to think about. You got to think about two things. One. If someone else in your space decides to come in doing the exact same thing you do, and they're like, and they're hungry and they're going to grow and outmarket you, out everything, eventually, your your business is going to start to go down, right? Like at some point, it's just gonna it's gonna decrease. And secondly, you're assuming that people are just going to keep buying from you forever, whereas in reality, what the better strategy that I, that I think is you want to just, especially in, in times where, where things are working, like now, you want to double down as much as possible. And because, because, all right, fair enough, you, you, you're making 30,000 a month, which is great. And if technically you did make that forever, fair enough. But what if you could just turn on the marketing machine and turn it up to the highest level and just collect, turn up to like 300 grand a month, 600,000 a month, and just do that for like a few years instead of, and then you, you'll, you'll have upfront collected all the cash that you would that you would have collected over the next 20, 30 years instead. But that way you have that certainty where it's like you've already collected it. Like you'd rather collect all the money today versus potentially in 25 years from now, I'm still gonna make 30 grand a month. So those are the two issues. Like one, someone else is gonna come in, which is very like it's 100 percent gonna happen. They're gonna come in, they're gonna out, they're gonna completely destroy your business because they're gonna be hungry for those eight figures. Um, and secondly, you're assuming it's going to come in and the better way is to just capitalize on what you have now and just collect as much as possible. Just, just, you know, ramp it up all the way. And that way you can technically take, you know, after two, three years of doing this, just be like, all right, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm just retired now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually, I actually developed a term for that. 
you know, and um, I'm, I hear I'm talking specifically about, um, you know, businesses who are in a niche with no competition. I call it the, the first mover syndrome because I've seen it a couple of times. And the thing that happens is, one, you get this feeling of being immortal, like untouchable, right? Because there's no competition and you're doing these fantastic figures and you see the, your units being sold month after month and you have no competition and you, you think to yourself, I can do this forever. And as you said, it's, it's a very, 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 very dangerous to think like that because, you know, if you don't innovate, it doesn't have to be, in your case, your guy, he has to make more money, but just like innovating and developing and, you know, creating more value for your, your prospects. If you, if you don't innovate, I mean, you're going to end up becoming like Blockbuster at some point. It's, it's guaranteed to happen. It's impossible to just think forever you're going to keep making the same money every month. Like, even if you look at like Gym Launch by Alex Somozzi, like, they didn't they, like they, they weren't making 10 grand a month for a thousand years like they made 100 million in three years two to three years like very fast because mm -hmm. like they saw the opportunity they they 100 triple down on the whole thing like they hired extremely fast put out the marketing just started selling all day long constantly collected 100 million and now he can just do whatever he wants like because people are gonna people are gonna see what you're doing People, competitors are going to come and they're going to take over more market share. So if you see what he did, 100 million in three years, and he just took all the money that's available to get, <laughs> you know, versus versus waiting or like, oh, you know what, instead of taking it now, I'm going to just wait for 10 years and then I'm going to collect it. The, he just collected as much as possible in as fast of a time frame as possible. Like that's, and that way you, you also set yourself as the market leader. And that way, like people will still buy from you in the future. That, I think that's the real way to lock in that people will keep buying. It's not being small and then okay, people keep buying. It's like getting really big, and then being like, okay, people are gonna keep buying because you built the brand, the actual name, and that that's what give you kind of that strength. Like even during you know, like tough times and stuff. Yeah. It's that, that's what I think about because because you get the opportunity, you just got to be bold and just go all in and get as much as you can. Yeah. Is that what do you, what do you think about that? No, definitely. I mean, uh, when I, I especially when you were here in Copenhagen and we had those deeper conversations and you told me about a lot of your previous clients and some of the obstacles you were facing and they were facing. I'm thinking that these are, these are proper first world problems. I mean, I think you told me at some point about, <laughs> you told me about this guy complaining that he had to do strategy sessions on a Saturday and Sunday and I don't know, maybe it's just me, but I'm thinking, wow, that has got to be a, like a proper first world problem. You're getting that many strategy sessions that people want to book a strategy session on an extra day, Saturday and Sunday, and that's a problem for you? Yeah, man. Yeah. So, it's, you know, yeah. you have to go all in. You, you just have to go all in, and you have to maximize. And as you say, good point with... You mentioned Alex Emoji and Jim Launch. You know, there's a certain amount of time, especially in B2B, where your product is relevant because we're actually selling information. It's the info product business. And at some point, that info is going to be outdated, just like uh, any other course out there. You know, me and you, we met each other through uh, Sam Oven's up-level program. And, you know, a huge part of that, um, at least some of it, is completely outdated. It's, at least the marketing um, the marketing aspect of the course is out there. It doesn't work anymore in 2017. You know? For example, outreach on Facebook. How are you going to outreach on Facebook today when you have a cap of 
20 or 25 friend requests daily. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. By the way, there is ways to get around that. You can get hundreds, but I get I do get I do get the point. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, you can send that over later. <laughs> I'll send it, you know, I'll send it after this call. Uh, lots I, I figured it out a long time ago. I had to do like you can do like a hundred a day. It's crazy. I'll only do I'll only do it if it's white hat. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, it's it's with the Facebook algorithm, trust me. My I I've done it. Um I'll send you I'll I'll send you my the, the process but this is what i used to do back in the day it's not i'm not i'm not really doing outreach that much anymore um but the, even generally there's you can definitely create outreach systems on facebook and do like thousand a day but but yeah i mean ideally you know you have you build a brand and you have leverage you use ads and you use but yeah that outreach is definitely there it can get a bit like if you go a lot, there is always going to be some um, gray hat involved. Let's put it that way, like because because you are really pushing the limits. But if you want to do just a hundred a day, that's, that's easy. If you want to get like a thousand, ten thousand, you 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 you're definitely pushing things. Mm -hmm. But dude, it's the chat has been good today, man. Um, agency versus courses and like B two C offers. It's, it's it's been good talking to you. Maybe we'll do this again. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I enjoy talking to you. Also, every time we speak privately, I do enjoy it. You know, we are both on the same journey, and uh, yeah, we're, we're learning from each other's experiences and mistakes and the great things that both of us uh, do. So yeah, yeah, I really do appreciate the friendship that we've developed, and yeah, we have just the fact that we have so much in common, and you know, we can. You know, we were in the sauna the other day talking about CPAs and CPCs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I enjoyed yeah. it. Likewise, dude, likewise. Absolutely. It's been very good yeah. keep having that, having those conversations. Baby, thanks for coming on, man. Um, we'll, yeah. we'll keep Welcome. in touch. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going to just end it on here for now and we can just, we can, we, we can stay on the call. Um, but yeah. All right then.